switched on on F104 and I'm once again joined by the founder of Orb Media, Kira Sheehan. Hello. Good evening, Louise. How are you? I'm very good. Thank you so much for joining us once again to take us through what's happening in the metaverse this week. And Coke is one of the brands that popped up for you. Yes, yeah, so I know that you are a Christmas queen, Louise, and I actually thought of you when I saw this mm-hmm. um, ad campaign. So a, a press release came across my desk about the new Coca-Cola campaign for Christmas and, you know, the Coca-Cola truck, the holidays are mm-hmm. coming and all of the, the emotions that it stirs up kind of caught my attention. 100%. So what they're, yeah, so what they're doing is they have a really nice campaign called The World Needs More Santas, mm-hmm. where we imagine a world where everyone is Santa Claus um, and we can all be more kind. And it's all about the spirit of kindness. I had a look at the ad and the ad is really sweet. And it's one of those, oh, you know, it's a corporation you love to hate. But at the same time, there's so much emotion stacked up there from, you know, all those childhood memories. You eventually are, get drawn into it. Yeah, they do it so, so well. So what struck me... Mm. Yeah, so what struck me about the campaign is that Coke is intrinsically a a bricks and mortar uh, retail product. It's on shelves, it's Mm -hmm. tangible, it's consumed. But what they've done this year is they've gone digital and in real world as well. So they're sending the truck around all the usual places, but they're bringing a little bit of a digital aspect to it this year in that they are offering customers the chance to send digital seasonal cards whilst they meet you know have a little event around the trucks and they'll have quizzes um digital quizzes which i think will turn into kind of an ai type quiz nice which is what diageo actually did last year with whiskies and the thing that got my attention the most was they have a platform called create real magic it's an ai platform and it's powered by OpenAI and one of the text-to-image services called DAL-E. So a text-to-image service means that you type in what you would like to see and then it creates it based on a theme. So the theme was Christmas and Santa, um, art and music and kindness. And they asked all the creators on their list, I'm sorry I missed it actually, to put in their inspiration into DAL-E and it would create the visualization that they would then use on their website. Oh, gorgeous. Yeah. So if anyone's ever kind of involved in any of those um, text to image based programs, you start off with a prompt. So you would say, um, show me a an Irish Santa with a red beard, drinking a pint of Guinness and taking a bottle of Coca-Cola off a shelf. And then it will show you the picture and then you can refine it from there. So I always say I want a high red studio finish, futuristic mm-hmm. image. And then it gives you like the glossy version. So I was really excited. And so I was, oh, my God, can't wait to see this. Can't wait to see this. Went on to the website. And it's not there yet. It's way the too early for Christmas. <laughs> we're actually too early. Yes, we have to wait. We have to wait another nine days. But it is kind of Nine nice. Nine hours that, and 26 seconds. I love the countdown. you got to enjoy a countdown. But I do love how they're dipping their toe into AI and digital world with this. It is. And you know something? I'm looking at the visuals on the actual website and I, I'm dying to see what people do with it because you can tell that the, the images are really high end. They're really glossy. They're really emotional. They're kind of very childlike in places. And I would say the AI version and the fact that ordinary creators people like your, me and you, just people who aren't in that business have a chance to really express themselves mm. in that way, which is really inclusive. 
not to take away from the amazing work that like really talented people do and creators. But I think this is um, it's a good way to, I suppose, have a little bit of Christmas magic early. And the mm. kindness thing is really important, especially right now. Yes. So absolutely. I like the fact that they have QR codes, they'll have digital quizzes, can send digital cards so that they're kind of they're kind of slowly but surely moving into the kind of the next generation of marketing. And I suppose next year um, they will have slightly more, you know, A or mm-hmm. uh, V or maybe that kind of a, a touch off their Christmas campaign. I hope they do anyway. Be nice. And also it's nice that it's kind of given us a chance to get involved in all of it as well. So we like what they're doing. Yeah, so it's far. really cute. Yeah, it's really nice. And then I suppose we've heard a lot of chat about chat GPT over the last couple of months. But now the turbo version has been announced. That sounds very okay. Yeah. So, so I do corporate education for banks and retailers and brands. And the first thing I say is I'm not technical. And mm-hmm. the second thing I say is by the time I finished giving this presentation, it will be out of date. Yeah. And I really feel like by the time we've had this conversation, it's going to be out of date because it's moving so fast. Like yeah. it's only a year since ChatGPT was launched. Can you believe that? It's the first one. Yeah. But also the the whole conversation that's happened around as well. Like nobody, I think, starting off, no one knew what it was. And we were all trying to figure that out. And then it was miles ahead of us all, I think. It was miles ahead of us all, but it was the language model it was trained on was slightly behind us all. So yeah. we kind of had to find our way around the facts and learn to identify kind of the truth a bit earlier. Mm-hmm. So what does the turbo do then to it? So the first thing about the turbo is that it's currently available at $20 a month mm-hmm. or you can access through some of the Microsoft products or um, uh, Google Chrome, right? So what it does is that it's a more, it's a more, it's, excuse me for stuttering, right? But it's better trained, it's deep learning. So it's got a broader general knowledge and it's got better problem solving abilities. So it was fine for facts and historical um, information and things like that were very straightforward with it. But this version is more creative and collaborative and it can generate edits and work with users on writing tasks like composing songs, screenplays and learning how somebody's writing voice is so we can write in that style. Wow. So if you're a writer, they'll say to you, you'll find your voice, you'll find your voice and then you find your voice and that's kind of the groove you stay in. Mm-hmm. So this can actually learn your voice and write in that tone. Wow. Yeah. So, you know, there's there's lots of deep learning on that. And there's some some ma- amazing statistics, which I just had a look at their website because I was trying to get my head around. It. And one of them was that when ChatGPT4 was put in to do the bar exam, it came out in the 90th percentile. 90th 90th wow. percentage percentile on the bar exam That's huge. and the second exam I know it's crazy it gave them it's called a biology olympiad exam and it came out chat GPT4 turbo came out in the 99th percentile this is where you kind of feel like colleges and schools need to get on board and figure out a way to to keep an eye on this yeah, like it's a whole new swamp, isn't it? A whole new one, absolutely. But mm. what I liked about this as well is they've embedded it into Duolingo as well. Yeah, so they've. In, I thought this was really interesting because they've in, embedded it into the French and Spanish version of Duolingo. So I had a look at it. Um, my my daughter does Spanish at school, and the, 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 my two daughters actually use Duolingo every day. And I had a look at it, and you know when you're learning a language, right? And you you can figure out things like 
where is the bus station? Yeah. Can I have a stamp, please? Right. Mm-hmm. But when you get into the conversation and the grammar that you can understand who you're speaking to, but you can't necessarily answer them back. So and this is where Duolingo has embedded ChatGPT4 Turbo. And it's literally like being in a class. Mm. They it, it tells you what you should have said, why it should have been said, how it should have been said correctly, because it speaks back to you. And um, it tells you the origin of the word and how the word is used in different tenses. Excellent. Which is phenomenal. It's amazing. It's phenomenal aid. Yeah. Yeah. Do we so think, I thought that yeah. was... I, I do feel, because we, we were having a chat beforehand, we were talking about Irish, and we don't really exist yeah. on that app at the moment. It would be so nice if we got involved in it. Well, the Icelandics have beat us to it, I'm afraid. No. But the Icelandic government had a team of about 40 people and they decided they would train ChatGPT Turbo 4 in Icelandic. So now there's a completely perfect Icelandic model where it will speak to you in Icelandic, it will translate from English or any other language into Icelandic and all of the government documents and um, that you would use on a day-to-day basis can go in either either language, Icelandic or English. And their viewpoint is that they're using it to protect and grow the language in a safe, inclusive way. Excellent. See, that's the way to do yeah. it. And I think it's only going to grow from here, to be honest. Well, I'm surprised that there's not more focus from the Irish government on it. So mm. just for pig iron, then I went into ChatGPT and I put in three translate into Irish questions. <laughs> and one was correct. One was really bad and one mm. wasn't too bad. Mm. <laughs> yeah, we need to get better. <laughs> just with the whole Irish language in general, we just need to get better with it, I think. And yes, yeah, so this is a great tool for that. Yeah, 100%. And mm. I think a lot of people would use it as well, like the likes of us who would love to... I suppose use a bit more of it in daily life too. Yeah, so like the, this, the chat GPT four thing, like it's 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 in sixth gear. All the information is relevant up until last summer. It's got massive learning ability in terms of emotional language um, for collaborative creative uh, processes, as well as the factual stuff. And now different companies are embedding it as the most supreme chatbot that you could ever imagine. So like Stripe use it to protect customers too detect fraud and to make their documentation and onboarding process easier. So there's like there's so many use to it. It's yeah. really hard to get your head around it and keep up. Absolutely. But I would urge anyone to have a go. Yeah, I need to I need to delve into it a bit more. I definitely haven't done enough digging into it myself, but I will do it, I promise. You have spurred you need a me snow on to day. It. This so is like it. you know if you had a snow day you're always you finding something like to do. Lost. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But Kirishian, we will have you back when uh, Create Real Magic is launched and ready to go. Absolutely. Thank you so much for chatting to us. <laughs> Thanks, Emil. Bye.